0: Look, I have I have to ask this and I'll fucking forget. So I watched a live that you done, and um, and you gave a date. It was like 9 11 9 30. And you said like it was like a goddamn day of country rap atonement. It was basically like moving forward, it's only positive energy. But you gave a date. And I need to know that date, because I keep saying the wrong damn date every show.
1: Yeah, you do 7 21 9 9-11. You done gave all the dates. Oh, I don't
2: remember the fucking date. I remember what it was now that you put me on the spot on <laughs> that fucking date. Um, but the, even that was, there's a lot of, bro, I've done my share of diss songs, right? There's a lot of people that were hating on what Mako was doing as a whole. There's a lot of people that were hating on what Savannah was doing as a, as a whole or what whatever, whatever. So it was my way of going, everybody, we have a clean slate. Let's forget all the bullshit in the past. Everything is done on my end and everybody just clean slate. This is your chance of like forgiveness or whatever you want to call it. Bygones be bygones. It's over. If you continue to talk shit, then it's on. But maybe you don't. Maybe you just really want to work together. And you don't know how to come, you know, verbalize that or don't know how to go about it. Well, here's your chance to do it. You know, that was pointless.
0: It wasn't pointless. because was point.
2: Say, the people that were talking shit were still talking shit.
0: Well.
2: And it's just, it, it was pointless. It's because well, these people don't understand you're going to burn a bridge. Like if you're going at Mako and all this stuff, and, and, and here's the power thing about Mako, I'll see people that are shit-talking and go, fuck Mako, you'll never be like fucking FJ. Well, guess what? We just signed FJ. Well, fuck FJ because Hard Target's got better music. Well, guess where Hard Target's at? Let I me mean, give an example. <laughs> fuck Hard Target because Roosevelt can rap faster. Well, let's check it, check it. Guess what? Well, surprise for you today. <laughs> it's like you're burning these bridges as you go for no fucking reason. Instead of going, hey, man, I love what you're doing. I'd love to have 15 minutes of your time to figure out how to get my. And I'd give you the time. I'd give you the time. Like, I'm not, I'm very open to talking to people. People are like, I do your dick. I just don't bullshit. I'm very straightforward, but. If I have an opportunity to help you, I will. Like, I will help you as much as I can. But if there's no hope, respect the fact that I believe, not saying that I'm right or wrong, but I believe there's no hope on what you're doing. But am I the crystal ball here? I'm not. This is just my opinion. You want me to lie to you until you're great? You're great. Guess what? Your bank account looks the same tomorrow. You know?
0: Um, I don't know. Will you be re-releasing uh, Tan Legs on a tailgate? You
1: keep asking about that song. Man, because
0: I think that record is a fucking hit record, man. That song, no. It's a good record. Right now, have we talked about it, No,
2: we haven't. <laughs> but if I say no, we're not, the next thing that's going to happen is it'll happen. But I don't have any intentions of it. No, but it's a good record.
0: Yeah, man. I just, I, I guess because my wife has tan legs, and I just bought a new truck. So, that's I, like
1: oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> you know, hey, tan legs on tailgate.
1: Is, um, is anybody else on your radar that you can talk about?
0: No. Don't sign nobody else
2: this year. God damn it! <laughs> well, we just signed the Trap House Code Cody. Y'all are familiar with him?
1: Uh, yes. Absolutely. Super fans of him.
0: Star. Yes. Star.
2: Yeah, great. But great person. Like great. He's a great kid. Um, him and Cole, Cole's his manager. Great, just great people, bro. But he's got a hit record. Yes, he does. So I'm going. Okay, that works. The remix is coming out. Savannah's on the remix of it. Okay, cool. But if you want to know how Mako operates, but, but the remix was done a month ago, they were in the studio a month ago. Mm. So when people are getting news now, but you're so far behind, it's different, you know. But people are like the audience wise are going, oh, they just but well, it's been in the works. We're just, we're just hush, hush, hush. Um, as far as signing other artists. Um,
1: Well, speaking of hush hush, it's is the team that I don't want to throw his name out there. He was working with him when I was there. Is he still on your radar?
2: He's still still working.
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool.
2: He's still not working. Um, Is he Mako? No, it's still a lot of development there. Right, that's more of him getting in his own head of figuring out what he wants to do musically. You know, you getting that? You're young. You think you got it figured out? you right. got to realize you don't have it figured out before you learn, you know? But, you um, no, he's still there. Um, other artists, but if, if talent pops up, we're on it. We're on it. But the cool thing about Mako is it's always, we're always signing the person you wouldn't think we were signing. Until we do it, you're going, why didn't All we right. catch that? All right. Well,
0: but... <laughs> Do you consider Mako a country rap label or just
2: no. a label that finds talent? That's a label. I mean, what what is really country rap about? it is Savannah really doing country rap song? No, Savannah does country and she raps. The closest thing to a country rap song she's done is Big Trucks. Ray's hell was rap.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: Cinderella was country. You can't. Some you know, Country Girl was a rap song. It was called Country Girl, but it was a rap song. You know, and that's more of when the audience is going out, this is what you are. Okay, well, let's just be that for the song then. How you like that one? Here. You know, say about me, all the writing stuff on the wall, just be everything you say we are. You know? And it's experiment. Like, we shot four videos in like four days, I think. Right. I don't recommend anybody ever does that. <laughs> but we were trying to figure the algorithm out. Um, but YouTube's not a big fan of that. So if anybody out there wants to try that, but don't. All right? Um, but FJ's not doing country rap. Our not doing country rap. Some songs might fit the demographic. Right. You know, but it's not country rap. We're not going four-wheeler, four-wheeler. I mean, a lot of these artists that are doing country rap aren't really doing country rap. Adam's not a country rapper. Adam's a rapper.
1: Yeah, we were just talking about him before you came on.
2: Church is country. And he does rock music and does country music and does rap music. You know, and I think what he was talking about with the other artists where he was like the money grab, Mm -hmm. that's when you're trying to specifically be country rap. Right. Like that dude, it's not shit talking. I think the record is a catchy record. Right. The one that church was talking about, it's a catchy record, but the gimmicky stuff is like, fuck, bro. God, you know, it's like, remember Chingo bling. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of that. Was Chingo Bling buzzing? Absolutely. Was he doing Slim Thug numbers? No. Was he doing Paul Wall numbers? No. Chameleonaire numbers? No. But there's got to be a Chingo Bling.
1: Yeah. Which, you know? which to my point, when I as we were talking about it, I didn't think that. What was a Magic City Cowboy was a Magic negative. It is. It's actually a plus because it's introducing. Other people for that sure. may not know about country rap to the country rap genre. You know, so I, I think it was a plus for the genre.
2: I mean, if you look at content wise, is it gimmicky? Yes. Is it a good record? Yes. I mean, it's catchy.
1: Yeah.
2: But right. melodically, I mean, a good record isn't melodically. It's a good record. Right. I see why they did it. Would I do it? No. That's my opinion. I don't want to shit talk the person. Hell, that person might be getting evicted right now. Right. So it's like, I don't want to bash people for what they're doing, but is it my cup of tea? No. Do I, can I see why a church would be upset about it? Yeah. When I first saw it, did I have a lot of foul words about it? Yeah, but I'm trying to learn how to bite my tongue. <laughs> you know? I'm trying to learn how to not be a hard on rock artist and go, oh, I wish everybody well, but was I thrilled about seeing that shit? No, I wasn't thrilled about seeing it, but I, don't, I honestly don't care either way. And if it works for him, cool. All I'm focused on is what we're doing. You know, I don't want to. You know, if it works, it works. Do I think it's gimmicky. Of course, it's fucking gimmicky. So, the title of the song is gimmicky, but it's supposed that. to be gimmicky. Yeah, Country Girl was gimmicky. It was supposed to be gimmicky. But this is this is the business, bro.
0: I have a question. This is something we've talked about on the show. Um, do you think country rap as a genre? Will be ready for a group like a two live crew. But a country rap version of two live crew. Could uh, that work?
2: I don't think so. I mean, like, two live crew was in, like, explain. Give me a little bit more.
0: Content-wise. Hey, we want some. You you what? Know, what, you censoring yourself? What the fuck? You can
1: say Pussy. You said worse. <laughs> I mean, like
2: okay, so I'm thinking of two-man groups. I did
0: just I'm
2: thinking of two man groups, like the lax are two-man group.
0: Moonshine bandits.
2: Moonshine bandits. So I mean, in that aspect of two-man groups, yes, but do I think well with this genre, it's you gotta remember country rap fans are rap fans or they're country fans that like both. But even if you have a little element of country music in you they want that depth and that timeless feel, that emotional jarring message in it somewhere, right? Even if it's a gimmicky country rap song where it's like four-wheeler, four, whatever the fuck it is, right. it still takes them to a happy place because that's what they, they they go out there and for, you know, they go muddy, whatever. It still takes them to a place. It's still an emotional jar for them, right? Um, a two live crew thing is going to miss the depth in the emotional connection with the records. It's more dance, dance, dance. They don't, it's not that. There's not dance records. Closest thing on the countryside to a dance record is, is line dance. Right. Right. Um, So I don't think it'll work on that aspect of it because it's got, the music's got to have some kind of depth for it to work. You know, you can be happy on a song, but they want to know who you are. That's the thing. I think people make the biggest mistake about with this genre is in this genre. People, It's weird. People have to love your music, love the song that you just put out, and have to immediately love you as a person outside of music, and then go back to liking your music. That's the cycle of how it has to happen. you got to put out a song to get their attention, right? And then they have to know you as a person, respect you as a person, like you as a person, and then keep following your music, right? Or, I mean, it can go the other way, too. It can go, they love you as a person, now they're willing to give your music a chance, and then, you know, but the they have to love the person as much as they love the music. And I think that's where people are messing up. So if you're talking about like the Jamie Ray dude, that's his fucking name. Right? Um, will people love him as a person? With what's going on in the video? You're going to think, no. But now what if the dude does an interview and goes, hey man, my name is Jamie, this is where I'm from, This is and spills his heart out. Now it's a whole different ballpark. I did this song because of this. Now, look at Eminem. Eminem's a phenomenal rapper. The first song he came out with was Gimmicky. Hi, my name is, hi, my name is, because it brought the attention on him to be able to put these more in-depth records out. So with me, I got to have more of a track record on an artist before I go, no. What's the goal here? Are you just setting this up, to get the eyes on you now? You're about to drop the most emotional record I've ever heard in my life? I don't know. I don't know their game plan over there, you know. but so I, I can't I can't judge it that quick anymore. I used to judge shit real quick up can like fuck that shit. But, but I don't know.
1: I don't think Jamie Ray is for us though. I think Jamie Ray was for the core hip hop fan to look at. Country Jamie rappers.
2: Ray to me is how major labels view country rap.
1: Exactly. exactly.
2: They look at it as oh, it's country. This is this is. That's what they think country rap is, and it's fucking not.
1: Right. It's not,
2: there, you know, and that's what it's going to miss. Now it might catch on in the rap world because a lot of the mainstream audience, when you say country rap, that's literally what they picture, right? Because they don't know the country rap, you know. And I think that's where Church was upset was just going, "You're literally feeding the bullshit of that's how people are going to view us," you know, but. There's nothing you can
0: do about it. True. Do no. you think do you think country rap as a genre is ready for radio? No. And why? No, uh, because,
1: I'm surprised um, at that answer.
0: I am too. You sound-
1: <laughs> <laughs> He knows no. the importance of radio.
2: It's very important. Radio is still the biggest thing. Do I think it's ready on a talent level? Yes. Do I think the world's ready for it? No. What station is it going to go on? A country rap, somebody in the country rap genre has two chances of getting on the radio. One is by doing country, and one's by doing rap. Right. There's no there's no country rap world right now in the mainstream world. It's not. As much as I wish there was, and even the playlists for it are very minimal. You got to either do a country song or do a rap song. So is it ready for country rap yet? No. Will it get there? Yes. You get enough people, labels and stuff, pushing, 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 pushing. It'll eventually happen. So I take that back. Are we ready for it on a talent level? Yes. Are they ready for
0: us? No. I just feel like one day there'll be a PD who is on his way out the door at this felling radio station and he's going to say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm flipping the format and we're doing country rep. I think once that PD flips this felling station, I think the genre will grow in leaps and bounds because for whatever reason, radio still tends to be the end all be all.
2: Yeah. It does. And I think I think you're right. We need like a ludicrous where he's playing the fucking song over and over again. You know? Remember how where he was doing that shit? But yes, country rap. It'll get there, man. It's but you gotta look at the labels. Like if you look at Like a little Nas X with the Old Town Road. To them, that was country rap. Right. That was, what was it? It's not country rap the way we know it. True. Right. I look at country rap. I think the closest thing, and nobody's going to agree with me. Y'all might, but the closest thing to country rap is the Latin music movement, like the whole everything Latin.
0: Oh, like Ozuna, Bad Bunny.
2: Correct that, yeah.
0: but, but that was a small genre
2: mm-hmm. that expanded, expanded, kept hitting the same demographic. Finally, crossed over, crossed over, and now it's a fucking powerhouse. Country rap has the same trajectory.
0: Now, it's gonna... I feel like the whole Latin trap movement. I think when they were able to get Cardi B to do songs with Ozuna, uh, yeah. I think if we're ever at a level where a major artist, a major artist who's still successful, embraces a country rap artist and that crossover happens, then I think it can happen.
2: Like when country. You gotta remember, the core of country rap is still country, right? Right. A major mainstream country artist are very skeptical on doing anything involved with rap or country rap or any of that controversy. That's what's making it difficult. With Latin music, they're more, you know, with rap, it, 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 you can see the line where they cross each other and it's safe to do it, you know? But, but some of these country <laughs> rap songs are better than, rap to me nowadays is just fucking boring, bro. There's no depth to it. There's no, like, I, I don't even like rap music now.
1: That's true.
2: I listen to a song and it's like, it went from me liking, me- liking lyrics and meaning to, that's a cool melody. That ain't no way, it's hard. That's how I look at rap songs. I don't go back and listen to them prior. I, I mean, after two months of hearing it on the radio, I don't ever go back and hear it again. I can't even tell you who the fucking, any the little Uzi O's are. I don't fucking know no more. No? <laughs> I
1: don't know.
2: But I, I don't know them anymore. Back in the day with rap, it's like that dude's doing this, that dude's doing that. And now it's not that no more. Now it's just the same song over and over. Because you got to remember the structure, like a, a major labels, it's, it's changed. It's more they're attacking for the singles. It's these 360 deals are attacking for the singles. So right. they don't put all their resources behind an album like they used to. You got one song that might work that sounds like this other song that just worked. Let's go. What's their cost on pushing one single versus pushing like a 50 cent album back in the day? We got to push 12 singles, you know, or five, six singles back in the day. It's just it's a whole different game. And country rap, I think the reason we like it so much is that it reminds us of the shit we grew up or we came up on. It reminds us of that, like that grind, like selling CDs out the fucking trunk grind, passing out flyers. It's still that day and age where it was still pure. You know, everything's not an algorithm. It's still human beings that have to like music and you got to be good. You know, I remember going to like mom and pop record shops right back in the day. And it's like, hey, who's local? And they'd show me two artists. I'm going, well, give me both those CDs because I wanted to be hip on the stuff that nobody else was hip on. And over the course of time, the emergence of the home studio killed it for everybody. It really did. Because back in the day, if you wanted to put an album out, bro, you had to either really have somebody that had some money and really believed in you, was willing to lose all of it. Or you wanted a billion, got a record deal, or you didn't do music. With the emergence of the home studio and being able to download beats, now everybody who thinks they have a little bit of talent. And they have a aunt or uncle that says, hey, you're good. Now all of a sudden they're good. And now when you go to a mom and pop shop, y'all remember it was more local music than it was mainstream music. Mm-hmm. Right. And now we're still fighting the same thing. What does it really cost to put an album out nowadays? Wi-Fi. Literally. You can upload a song to that. We can literally start recording right now and in four minutes. Spank and have that song on Spotify. Yeah. And we can name the group. I don't know. The three musketeers. I don't fucking know. (laughs) But it it would literally fall into that clutter. That congestion of where everybody is. And that congestion to me is between zero listeners and about 50, 60, 70,000. That's that clutter. How fast do you break out of that clutter? But artists have created that clutter. It's not the major labels. And eventually I think, I'll give you the secret of what I think is going to happen now. And we'll see if it happens or not. But. I'm writing down,
0: huh? I'm writing it down.
2: Here's what I think: I think the traditional album is about to be dead in the next three or four years. I think the way we consume music is going to be dead, right? That's why with the full scope side of it with ghosts, that's why that's such a prominent piece of Mako is the visual side. Think about it: the way we consume music is still the same way we consume music. It's still it's a song that we listen to with our ears. That that part of it hasn't evolved. How we listen to it has evolved, but what we're taking in is getting boring. Now we want music videos. We got to see it, or it's not a real song, right? If you look at like blockbuster video, was super fun until Redbox put them out of business. Redbox was the best thing ever until Netflix. Netflix. (laughs) Yeah, but people got to get ahead of it. What's going to put this out of business? The way we consume, I think in the next four or five years, you're not listening to, I mean, you're still listening to music. Don't get me wrong. But I think the way we consume our music is going to change. I think you literally go, hey man, that new FJ Outlaw album is on Netflix. Let me watch this album. Watch this album. And it's five or six songs that turn into a 20 minute short movie. I think that's where it's going. I can still listen to the song separately, but people need to be challenge i mean but it needs to be more to it than just the music nowadays because even with major labels like right now anybody can grab their iphone and film a music video they can't whether it's good or not who gives a fuck right the blair witch project worked so you can film a music video like that major labels the advantage that major labels have over independence is fucking money and right now there's no separation whatever it costs them an independent can go do you might have had Dr. Dre made the beat for about $200,000, but guess what? This beat sounds very similar on SoundCloud for $35. There's no separation that makes a major a major right now, other than pressing that button on radio. right? Even Spotify playlist, you can get lucky. What's going to separate that, right? Videos are the most expensive thing. Now, people can shoot a music video and make it look cool, but now now the talent level has to be there how can we make four five six songs to go together in a short film with the songs the music albums are going to be more soundtracks i think right you don't think it's true we look at Bubble lemonade what beyond it was a test run they're not doing that shit for no reason they're trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work i think halsey just did one it's test runs in the next four or five years the way we consume music an album is a visual album it's 20 minutes and they're watching it, and all the songs go through, and people will go back and listen to the songs. But that's got to be like, oh, wow. I mean, think about it. You go home, and you turn Netflix on, or whatever streaming, and you start going through. I mean, there's so many different fucking options that you don't even... You don't, you're looking at 10,000 videos and going, there's nothing to watch. That's how bored we are. Now, think about how boring a regular album with no visual is now. It's very fucking boring.
0: Can you foresee a record label getting a deal with a streaming site like a Netflix or hulu oh, but look yeah. at
2: spotify now spotify is integrating visual yep they're already doing it it's gonna happen like i'm telling everybody who's watching this thing it's gonna happen get your video side right and get it right real quick
1: and That's a lot of label on. a lot of these labels are playing with ai also not just on the music creation side but also on the visual side there's shows yeah. right now that are out there where they're doing the talent shows and the Talent people are all artificial intelligence. Like this, this shit is. Yeah, I can see that happening in the next five, six years. I can see that happening for sure.
0: It kind of goes yeah. back to me talking about Beagle. Beagle, the streaming site Beagle, was actually started by the um, people like overseas who done like the America's Got Talent type of thing, and basically Beagle was a streaming site you to stream your talent, and now it's. Became a streaming platform that's paying people, so I can definitely see how we consume music going visual. But I don't, I don't like our. Well, I
1: can't say I don't like our consumption. I don't like our music creation because what what used to be a three to four minute song is now a one to two minute song, and I think the label slash industry is at fault for that because we're allowing that shit. We're allowing passes. We're not getting full songs. We're getting segments. We're getting snippets and shit and we're just and they're passing them off as full songs and i, I think that's offensive
2: well there's it, a reason because if a song is four minutes long and the consumer listens to it for two minutes you get paid less per view or right. Per play
1: right if a
2: song is a minute and 45 seconds listen to a minute and 40 of it they get paid more because they listen to almost the whole fucking duration of it and it's gonna it's better than the algorithm that's why they're doing it because consumers have no patience they're Intrigue level is done.
1: Right. Back in
2: the day, they'd like a fucking 35 second intro before a song started. You're like, okay,
1: <laughs> true.
2: All right, Passion Troy, and vice versa. How long can you make this motherfucker? Come on, come <laughs> on. Or Bone and Biggie. It's like, Biggie on rap a minute and seven seconds into it. Like, here he goes. And we were okay with that. Now, if it's an eight bar intro, you fucked up. It's over. That song's like, it's too much time wasted, you know? But I think more, I'm not saying I'm 100% right that it's whatever, but it's going to be something there because think about how many people it eliminates. That clutter, how many of those people are actually able and have the resources and even the brain capacity to put together short film albums? True. That clutter falls away. And what major labels are designed to do is make you come to them for what you need in fact, clutter is going down. It means they're not capable of doing something. And they have to come to you to get it. Majors have to win. They have to always be ahead of, it, and the only thing they're ahead of is the money.
0: Before we let you go, and I don't that want makes you, sense. I don't want you to leave without me asking this question. As an artist, yeah, is Bravo Gator done. Like, well, I don't have
2: time. Like I literally shit you not, bro. In the last six weeks, I've probably done fourteen songs. Me in and not putting them out just just to get my brain cells running right you know writing wise or whatever Um I don't have time what am I going to do You're talking about even when a, when a label starting out like Mako's still young Mako's only what 14 15 months old yeah no very young you can't afford to take an L I think I might be the L for or, or, but here's here's why I got a YouTube channel that has been sitting for two year or a year and a half. Now you're supposed to be the CEO of this company and here's my new song. That motherfucker, that page is dead. (laughs) No matter how great the song is, the page is dead. We got to, you know, then I put resources and all my energy into building that page when I still got an artist that I promised I'd build. It's a selfish thing for me to do. Do I think that I'll do one? Sure. When the time is right, sure. But I'm so, bro, I haven't played golf or went fishing in a year and a half and I love both of them. So when you see me fishing and golfing, then the album's next. But I don't have time to do shit. I just it's you can't make promises to people and then you know use those promises on yourself. I I love music. I always write, i always record, I'll jump
1: on songs here and hear there, but an the album about I don't Do you use I'm, your music as reference materials for the other stuff? What's that? Do you use your music that you go and create like off the Spur a moment, like do you use that as, as reference material for other stuff?
0: Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. You know why not? I mean, look at people get this thing.
2: This we're not in the world of man. I can outwrap you. I got the harder sixteen than you do. Well, Bubba, Taylor Swift just sold a shit ton of records, and when you go look at her writers, are seventeen people on there? <laughs> yep,
1: yeah, we're
2: in the world of what team is beating what team?
1: Right. Get that on
2: the best writer shit out of your fucking head now. As artists out there, get out of your fucking head, build you a team around you that can make great music. The producer, the guitar player, the instrumentation, the writer, whatever. You've got to be able to bounce ideas off your team. The artists, like, even now, like, the biggest thing is like, Bravo's writing everything. I'm not writing everything. I had a lot of stuff. I had a lot of influence on songs that come out. But so do the other people that are in the fucking room. Everybody's going this line here. Because even you change one word, it's a word for a third of the publishing. You know, but it's people working together. Savannah will have songs. And I'm like, that's dope. Now this line might be better here. Right. You know, that's still Savannah song. It's just having people around you that understand the music to help. So, yeah, if I write a song, I'm like, it'd be dope. what we think about this, one, that shit's hard, bro. Now let me change it and do this. Perfect. Perfect. That's how it should be. That's how labels operate. You know, I mean, that's how these other artists should like use oh, be grateful to people around you that have input on your music, not block them off.
1: That's actually what one of our sentiments of why we started this podcast. We've been trying, our main reason is coming at this is to tell people to, one, be sure what they put out is quality. And the best way you do that is go through a certain checklist of people uh, before it reaches our ears. And most makes based on the music that we've been getting it, you know, that hadn't they've been following that protocol because it's bad mixing and mastering uh, beats are whack. Some of these skill levels, just ain't where it should be. Some some of it just shouldn't ever touch the, anybody else's ears ever again, but they aren't, they aren't going through that process, you know? So I, I think when it comes from, from somebody like yourself and you telling them like build a team, it, it means more coming from you than it does coming from us because we're just media. But you're actually in the in the line of fire, quote unquote, of the industry, and they look up to you. So it, it probably means more coming from you than it does coming from us.
2: No, he wish you listen to y'all. Y'all have, y'all know what the fuck y'all are talking about. Literally, you know what the fuck you're, y'all both know what the fuck you're talking about. If they're not listening to you, it's dumb. I listen.
1: Well, we appreciate. I'm listening.
2: That. It's just like people. People are so, bro. People, you want to be successful, swallow your fucking pride. And learn to learn, learn. That's learn to learn from people, bro. You'll never learn. Learn. I'm gonna sharp man. It says hard targets learn.
1: <laughs> you
2: know,
1: I'll steal that quote right there. Learn to learn.
2: Um, but that's what it takes, bro. How do you how do you become smarter? By knowing everything, though, bro. You got to right. be open to it. You got to be coachable. You got to understand what's going on. Um, like I said, the, the team is the biggest factor. That's that's the that's the secret ingredient that we were able to put together as the right team.
1: Who's on your team now? You mentioned George. Who else who else you got?
2: Really everybody that you that was down here before almost Swan's still
1: there? Swan's still there, 100 percent Is he dropping an album soon? Uh, He hadn't released a single in the he's doing some cool type of music. He's got his own thing called Roommates. Um, (laughs) it's
2: roommates music. But he's doing like he's doing he's got the coolest name for what he's doing, bro. It's tropical music.
1: Uh Uh-huh
2: with a rap it's just called trapical. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> you know. that, got that's we, we were in there today. Uh Wes, him and Wes literally just got done mixing Savannah's next album. It's done. So that's that's about to start firing off.
0: So what what's the next release for Mako?
2: Uh October twenty seventh, Savannah drops a video. Um, I wish I had the sheet in front of me. Fury's video drops November 10th. I know Bess's album drops, I think Christmas Eve. Uh, I got to remember what... There, there's so much shit. I got to literally be able to look at it. And I'm old school. I got to write it down. Like, fuck the notes in my phone. I got to literally write it down. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff coming. fj just got done with his album. He's in video shooting mode now. Um, Like I said, Fury's almost done. Coda. We're going to be filming the the Silverado remix. Um, he's three or four songs. I mean, everybody's working. We're more loading up. So when you see it getting quiet, it's because it's timing.
1: Gotcha.
2: It's timing. Like November and December, especially December, buckle the fuck up. Target's got his album done. It's buckle up. Because the rate that we're going to start putting out this shit, it's going to be hard to keep up with.
0: You mentioned Target. Hard to keep up with. You, huh? mentioned, you mentioned Hard Target. Yeah. And I say all the time, To me, Hard Target is one of the most incredible artists because he'll go from serious to funny. He'll sing. It's like someone like Hard Target, when I think country rap, and I just think like, man, this guy is so much bigger than just saying the genre of country rap because he has so much to offer. Like, How are you able to find someone like Hard Target and fit him into the roster?
2: Uh, A blessing. (laughs) I mean, it was a blessing to have. It's just with Target, like the Deja Vu song he did mm-hmm. was my favorite song he's ever done. Of the Mako releases, that performed the least. Right? So the, the formula that to, for country rap to really pop off, I guess, I think, or even an artist in our lane, is those real life emotional songs are what gets you to that next level. We got the gimmicky ones, but the, the, the real life ones is what make, makes people love you. You do a catchy one, catchy one, catchy one, and then swing with a real-life one. And the sad is the real-life ones usually don't do as good. Like, Jelly's killing it. Jelly's saved me, caught on. Now he's there, right? But Target, the Deja Vu records, bro, he has so many records that are deep and beautiful like that, bro. One of those motherfuckers is gonna catch on one day, and it's over. Because he's got a lot of them records in the fucking bag. And with Target... Well he literally does everything himself. He'll make his own beats, write his own songs here. Or what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? It's a phenomenal fucking artist. And even if you start breaking it when he's rapping, you start breaking down what he's saying, you're going, oh, fuck. Yeah. I didn't know he was saying all that. He, he could rap, rap. FJ, for instance, has come to his own. Like the new songs he's doing is, I'd be giving it away, but they're just different. That melodic side of him is there now. You know, the depth, of the songs, and he's doing everything himself. You know, Savannah's new stuff, like Savannah's country song she's been doing lately that we're just sitting on. Like, you know, there's a lot of big records that you heard when you were here that you yeah. haven't heard hardly.
1: I'm still waiting on Lowdown to come out. It's just, it's, I'm waiting. It's
2: still there. It's not time. As, 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 as a label, you got to know when the right time of the right song is, or you're going to fire a blank. Right, but these bigger records we're sitting on, sitting on, sitting on. We're just giving what we think should be put out. The best songs are still involved. There's gonna be a time for it, and they'll get fired off. Like Savannah's new song, the one that comes out in 27 is called "Ain't Who I Used to Be." She's rapping, rapping. Okay. The next song that she's coming out with is more. It's almost rockish. Almost it's rap rockish.
1: Oh, Super. that's a different side of her. We haven't heard that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's
2: cool, but it's like you're gonna see different elements of Savannah. You know. But Savannah's grown a lot. Like, with this new album, you'll hear it. Like, the Genesis album, was that my favorite album? It wasn't at all. But it wasn't designed to be my favorite album. It was designed to put an album out there. Because, Bubba, I've been in the industry long enough to know what a sophomore slump is. Right. And, Bubba, you can have the sophomore slump because I'm going to throw the duds out there. (laughs) You know, it wasn't designed to be these big records. That's why it's all the songs at one time. Boo, 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 boo. Savannah's second album and she knew it this is how unselfish she is her second album was more geared around Shark Week Mm -hmm. how do we introduce this how do we make Mako a movement if it wasn't for Savannah there wouldn't be a Mako there wouldn't be a Shark Week song it it was defining Mako as a team that was the purpose of Savannah's second album that's the one thing that people remembered from it but that's what it's designed to do a lot of it's just designed it's designed to be a certain way Savannah's got some big fucking rap the biggest song she's got y'all won't hear on the next album either Hmm. You know. Um
1: can Trap House think, Coda sing too?
2: He can harmonize. Okay. He's not a singer singer, but he can harmonize. I mean, you heard it, but he's got some cool shit. He's got more of the new age of if you said country rap had a new age sound. Right. right. That. Okay. Like the kid G's and all that, you know. He's got that
1: sound. Because every every artist you have is multifaceted. No one's just one sided. And that's they,
2: that, me. Yeah. That,
1: <laughs> that's incredible though. That's a that's a that's that's like having, let's say you got five artists, you got actually ten, maybe fifteen artists when you multiply their talent level. So that that's that's incredible. That's a huge asset.
2: It's, a, it's such a blessing that they're all able to do. Like Target's got a song on the next album. It's not even like it, it's, that's not even on this album. I'm talking about it, but it's called uh, "So Long," but it's got Savannah singing the hook and it's Target and Roosevelt. Okay. So it's like there's a lot. It's but you you hear them sing and rap, and then Savannah. It's just I like multifaceted. I like you know. You got to be able to do more than just sing or rap. I guess.
1: Are you still looking at trying to put together a group or finding a group?
2: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. Mako's a group. Yeah, Mako is a group.
0: <laughs> Mako needs to drop the symphony. We need the symphony. Yeah.
1: Spank, but
2: here's my biggest question for y'all. Yeah, Is that Manny Fresh behind you? What is, who is in that picture?
1: Mine? My, my, they're right here?
2: Yes. Yeah,
1: that's my dad. I oh, thought yeah. uh, it was no. just Manny Fresh. <laughs> my, dad, my dad was a, a huge influence on my music life. He used to be a DJ. He owned the club. Like, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be in music at all.
2: That's so, dope. But I literally, from here, I got it's small. I'm going.
0: Okay. And you kind of look like Manny Fresh. <laughs> a l- little lighter. A little lighter than Manny.
1: Yeah. Looks a little bit. Well,
0: Bravo, oh. I definitely appreciate you taking the time out to sit down and chop it up with us. Um, For for me, bro, it's it's been an honor. And again, and you'll hear me say it all the time, top five rapping CEOs. Thank you. You know, top top five rap, and, and I know hip hop history. I feel like there's not a question about hip hop you can ask me and, you know, I won't be able to answer so. Well,
2: hopefully, I, I appreciate that like a lot. Hopefully, one day you'll go top five CEOs. I don't you're a lot happier.
0: Where
2: you go? Well,
0: hold on now. Now I'm not gonna say you're not top five CEOs because, in my opinion, and we, when it comes, if we say country rap, right now, in my opinion, you're number one. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I know the path that Average Joe, you know, put out there. They they put a great blueprint out there but I think you've taken what they've done and you've taken that hip-hop regimen that you already knew like you said in 2005 plays and you've incorporated and you've not only built a nice structure but bro you've really built a musical family that if I'm an artist I don't care what type of music I'm doing I need to find someone who's going to treat me like you because you're changing lives. Sure. I think even country
2: route, I think it's still too early. Like, we might be making more announcements, right? But it's still early. I mean, if you look at Church, Church has got holler boys. First thing he put out was Chase Matthews. That was very successful, bro. He's one for one. He hadn't lost on a label side, right? Hadn't lost at all. Um, if you look at Dirt Rock, like, that's good guys running that thing. They've got successful people over there. Um, average joe's shannon built country rap as we know it, a lot of the foundation of what it is so there's a lot of stuff it's just it's early
1: you know what's it's funny early? yeah but in in and i know you're trying to be humble but in that earliness none of them have done what you've done in 14 months they might have taken them longer but because they have already paved that way or done whatever they were going to do like you have taken all of that learned what you learned and improved on it. And in 14 months you have built an empire and you got yeah. artists that are being treated fairly. That's probably more important than anything. that.
2: That is, that is, I love that. Uh, and I'm sure they do great with their artists too. It's not like, I'm just talking about more like major. I, I know they're, they're taking care of their artists too.
1: Right. Um,
2: but you're seeing a 14 months successful, but I remember the 20 years of failure too. Yeah. You know, it's, you, but what teaches you the most is mistakes, man. I'm fucking made every fucking one of them.
0: Well, they say you can't truly win until you understand how to lose.
1: And now, that's true. Now we got a foundation. Like now, you know what not to do because of yeah. what you did. No, and know. I'm not. I'm not throwing shade. I'm saying no,
2: well, it's the truth. Had,
1: had you not failed, then you would not be where you are today.
2: It's the truth. It's you gotta, it, bro. It's like even with the artists. Like if I'm if I'm talking to like Savannah or FJ or something and I'm getting mad, because you know me I can get fucking real loud real quick, but it's never, I never get loud to put somebody down. It's to go, don't make the same fucking mistake that I did. If I get angry about something, it's because I want them to do something that's better for them, not for me. Right. It's like, don't do that. That's going to hurt you in this way. Don't pay attention to that. Don't do this. Don't do that. If they were able to, and they're their own people. I'm not saying able to cage, but I try to influence them to not make the same mistakes that I did. Like, if somebody's talking shit about Savannah, Savannah, don't address that shit. And she's ready to pounce on it. Why? Because yeah. remember who I was? The right. pounce every fucking <laughs> rap battle ever fucking was. What happened? Target on <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, and people are looking like, oh, Savannah's going, so-. no, no. Savannah's ready to fucking go to war at all given time. That's just how she's built. FJ, same thing. Everybody's, but it's just like, why? Right. You're better off working together than it is working apart, but that'll never resonate with people. People you want know, to talk shit.
0: And you know what? It's funny because as you get older, you learn those life lessons. Because me, I've always been very combative. But as I'm getting older, my like, man, you cannot goddamn fight everybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some people you just gotta <laughs> let them have that shit. You got it, bro.
2: Me, I gotta literally ignore it. I gotta walk out of my life or I will. Like I'll jump in it and you know it's just not the right moves no more. It's when you look at stuff as a company, as a structure, you can't jump into stuff. Like I can't. As I'm wearing a shirt that says back on my bullshit. <laughs> you know? But I don't, bro. I hear everybody talk shit and I hear everybody give shout outs. Even on y'all's channel, but I'm super proud of what y'all done as a channel. Like literally. Because even the stuff that y'all are saying, y'all are. Now, there's sometimes y'all play a song, okay, I'm gonna critique y'all. There's sometimes y'all play a song and be like, that's dope, but that shit sucks. That song, that, the, this specific song, I don't agree with that one, sucks. But y'all are able to, y'all don't go, that's an awesome song. You'll go, here's the positive side of it, but here's the negative side of it. It's both sides of it. I respect that. Right. But a lot of the information y'all are giving is literally, people should be listening to it more because it's going over top of people's heads. They're going to a review ch- ch- channel. No, it's more like a consulting channel. Yeah. It's consultation of this is what you should do. It's not like a bunch of shit review, go pay $7 and have it reviewed somewhere else. But I hope what y'all are telling people resonates with people and it doesn't go over their heads. You know, if it's an hour long show. But but that's good. I mean, it's an hour worth of information that no matter what you gain from it, you can gain something from it versus a five minute show that reviews nine songs for 12 seconds. Right. You know, a lot of y'all have been in the business. But it's going to take people like me and other people hopefully to go, this is legit. Listen to it. This is legit, you know, content coming out of it. And then it catches on. And then y'all been great all along. You know how that shit works. Even with artists, it's just, you know, but y'all are doing great. I think it's fucking a lot of stuff. I watch I'm going, all right, we just made a move. <laughs> oh, they're talking about this one. What do they think about this one? I mean, we're watching. Okay, that, that's accurate. That's right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey man, again, I'm humble. I'm humbled and I appreciate you taking the time. Um, I don't drink all my beer, so. <laughs>
1: just just Did the Braves win
0: tonight, Spank?
1: No, we play tomorrow. We'll be we we we'll winning tomorrow. Okay. Oh, he's a this the Dodger fan right now, so he he's he feels a certain way. Oh. <laughs> Who are it's
2: the sold. Braves?
0: Who uh, the blurry about to be the uh, National League uh, champions?
2: They're a Major League Baseball team that's beating the, Do- the Dodgers right now. Is that what it
0: is? Would yeah. you like to put something
1: on that? We'll put Bo- this win. Put this win on it. That's what we're going to put on it. I'll bet ball. on that.
2: <laughs> I'm not a big baseball fan, but I, I still keep up with it.
0: You know what? I'm not even going to talk. I'm, 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 now, I'm Football
2: is a different story.
0: Who are you liking football, Gator?
2: Titans, boy. Who?
0: Titans, the Titans. Man. Who? The tripping. Braves. You tripping, man. <laughs> the, 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 Like The rise of the Titans?
2: Who do you like? The Falcons?
0: No, I like the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Okay. okay. He can cool. talk shit right now because they number one in the division. It's okay. Yeah, it's the first half of the season. Same story.
2: <laughs> Give him a couple weeks. What do you say? Eight and eight? I couldn't hear you.
0: Ooh, Cowboys... <laughs> The Cowboys will never go eight and eight. Not this You're year. right,
2: seven and nine.
0: <laughs> Ain't y'all got that guy Julio something on the Titans? Jones
1: Julio hurt right now.
0: The guy who can't play sixteen games.
1: We with the There we go. So
2: your running back has a halter top. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And has his nose pierced with the bull ring. I don't want to hear that. And speaking of y'all's running back, who's leading the league in rushing?
0: Okay, you know what? I'm not gonna hate because Derrick Henry is my running back on my fantasy team. I'm not a dummy. I don't have no. I don't have any cowboys on my fantasy team.
2: I should tell you everything you need to know.
0: Fantasy team and my team team; those are two the-
2: Hey, but Diggs is fucking ridiculous.
0: I hate he came from Alabama. Yeah, I wish he played for Georgia. But, hey, you like Tennessee Devolves? Yeah. Why? I
2: went are you, there. One,
0: are you one of these guys who, because you live there, you got to cheer for them? I went to school there. Okay. I went to Gordon College.
1: <laughs> what, what you
2: against them? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I finished at Tennessee, but I did go there. Man, no, no. I think I used I, all my financial aid on music, studio equipment. I'd sign up, get the financial aid, buy some gear.
0: Do this. Yeah. Um, hey, man, I don't know. I like my teams. And no, I don't like, only team I like from Atlanta is the United. The soccer team. The soccer team. And you know why I like the United? Because I don't know why that. you like soccer. Huh?
2: I don't know why you like soccer. Because my wife
0: it. is from Mexico. That's
2: that don't the, mean I like soccer.
0: oh uh, yes, it does. <laughs> I like soccer. I like tacos. I like Modelo.
1: <laughs> you being stereotypical, fans? Like
2: oh. I got a cousin from Russia, but I love skiing, <laughs> snow.
0: I like soccer. It's, it's they embrace hip hop.
2: No, everybody's got everybody's got gay shit about it, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it. it's football though, right?
0: It's football. It's ball with your feet. Ball with your yeah. Look, <laughs> Hey man, Bro, you just like... killed,
2: you just killed your own algorithm. YouTube's gonna pick this up and go. That's not that.
0: It's so far. It's so far down. They're not. They're not gonna watch that. True. Not watch that. Again, Gator. Come on, Gator. I gotta ask this. Fuck it. Fuck it.
2: What?
0: Back in MySpace, you was destroying guys. Now, there was this guy that you ran off MySpace back in the day, John <laughs> something. What was his name?
2: John Young. Yeah.
0: Would you sign him today?
2: No. We actually came down to Florida looking for him. Let me tell you that story. Um, <laughs> we came down with bad intentions, and we're going, hey, man, Anybody, we pulled up in Orlando, literally, bro. Cause he he did a diss song back, and we're gonna make an example out of him. Cause back that that crew was a different crew than the, you know whatever. But we're like, hey man, y'all know who John Young is? Where John Young's at? They're like, yeah man, go straight down the road, and it's you I'm going, okay, go down there. I hey, mean, y'all know where John Young is? They're like, yeah man, you're, bro. Come to find out, John Young's the name of a big highway out here, bro. <laughs> they had to do a circle around that motherfucker. No, but I don't have anything against them. Was, it was fun back in the day. It's no hard film.
0: Hey, man, look, I knew of Bravo Gator from that. You were the MySpace killer. You were in Atlanta. We knew Bravo Gator as the MySpace killer. Like, you did not get out of line, and this guy, Bravo Gator, will come destroy you.
2: Well, but it's still the
0: same thing now. I mean, it, it, oh, don't think, don't think I'm – I'm waiting for somebody to get mad at me calling you the top five rapping CEO and step out of place. And you.
2: Well, I won't. I. I'm. Um, yeah.
0: Look, I seen you in the in the, in the, in the video with the chain wrapped around your hand, and and me and Spank arguing about who had the best first between you, Roosevelt, Sav and and FJ. I know what Gator got. I know what Gator got. I want somebody to get out line so we can review it and laugh. I'm a laugh at that. I'm a lapid ass, Come on.
2: Well hopefully it won't happen. Because bro, it, even battle rapping, that's the thing where it's maybe I guess good or battle rapping is there's not a limit I won't go to. It's literally there's not a limit we won't I won't go to. But I mean, I, it's it's fun for me. Until it's not fun and it's whatever, but
0: Alright, now this is the last
2: question. I'm gonna go. Um I did battle rap blind fury like five days ago though.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Did y'all videotape it? No. Oh damn.
2: No. We went back and forth and I would need a pen to beat him. <laughs> yeah. He, it wasn't even disrespectful, it was just funny stuff. He said some funny fucking shit, bro. I, I literally it's so funny.
0: Speaking of Blind Fury, i seen the video of Blind Fury driving. No, you yeah. did not. Yes, I yeah. did. Really? <laughs> but it sounded like Gator's in the car. Who's in the car with him driving?
2: That's Troy. Okay. That's one of his right-hand men. That was true. That happened.
0: Yeah, Blind oh, Fury wow. driving.
2: Still drove better than Spike. <laughs> but he got, I- he got a Tesla.
1: He got a Tesla. drove him. It drove him?
0: No, no, he drove it. It was an open field.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. He was
0: driving That's on John Young. gator again sir i appreciate it my goddamn los angeles lakers are losing i have no more beer and unless spank has something else sir continued success mako for that's what we need a shirt that says mako for the win because mako is always for the win i'm always strolling like it done again it really ain't fair it's not it's really not you really need to dumb it down but somebody else can catch a dub.
1: Mm-mm, don't dumb it down. Keep putting your, your foot on the throat. Like don't don't let up.
0: You know, no. you're winning so much that people are saying it's blackball. They're blackballing. <laughs> my-
2: well, some people blackball themselves, bro. That,
0: spank what I say. Am I fucking blackballing your lazy ass?
1: True. True. You
0: might got black balls, Blackball. anyway. <laughs> black
2: that's a whole other hour-long conversation. Let's get into that. So, we're not blackballing. We don't have a, we, we don't blackball. Like, we don't. We're not. we are not We're not Warner to blackball somebody or a major. There's no blackball. It's just fucking get out there and work. Stop making excuses.
0: That's what we say. Stop burning bridges
2: and stop making excuses. Or you suck. Face it. Go get a job. Go, be, go get really good at your job. There's nothing wrong with that. Look, I had to do it five years.
0: I say all the time. I cannot find no goddamn good weed because all these motherfuckers are rapping. Some of these rappers need to sell weed.
1: Because they suck at rapping.
0: And they're better at selling weed. My weed man in the studio right now. I'm filing Texan seven times. <laughs> Can't goddamn get no, weed.
2: no beer. Vicks, here huh? Vick's <laughs> on here trying to get indicted. Huh? big on here trying to get indicted. My weed <laughs>
1: It's good to, smile, good to see you smile, you. Bobby. Good to see you smile. Bobby! Uh-huh.
0: I'm bullshitting. I see it on the screen. <laughs> don't pay me no attention. Gator again, sir. It's a double salute, triple salute, whatever the case may be. I definitely appreciate you coming on the show, um, talking with us. And For uh, sure. Bro, if it wasn't for Mako right now, I'm not going to say I don't know what country rat will be, but the moves you're making... Hopefully people are studying those moves and it will only make the genre grow because you are, Uh-oh. you are doing it right.
2: Thank you, bro. Thank you. And thank you for what you guys are doing, bro. It's entertaining. I'm watching.
1: Thank you.
0: Tell them to leave us alone.
2: <laughs> huh?
0: Tell them to leave us alone. Who? Anybody. Tell them to leave us alone. I got jokes. I've been, They don't I need done. to leave y'all alone. They need to work. You can facilitate something. So I'm trying to do this roast, right?
1: <laughs> Let it go. Don't do Let it. it go. Let
0: it go. Oh, I was trying to do a roast for charity.
1: Different energy.
0: Okay. All right. Hey, when is the Mako Music cookout? Because I want to come. Y'all need to have a big cookout.
2: We're going to do, we're going to start doing these things where it's like a, every quarter thing, we go to different places. and, and I'm, I'm big on the unity thing. Like. We'll go rent places on the beach as a unit, and everybody will just hang out. I just don't. I'm not big on Instagram and everything we
0: fucking do. Yeah, I get it. You know,
2: but for sure, y'all can come to it,
0: or oh, y'all need to come to. Al- I say all the time that I don't know why Atlanta at this point hasn't really embraced country rap
2: because it has too much
0: traffic. Literally, <laughs> there are other towns like Griffin. Uh Kanye Con- there's other places. It's just I think Atlanta, Georgia, we need some country rap.
2: It'll happen. Atlanta's always been a breakout city anyway. If, if somebody like Atlanta embraces it, it'll launch it. I and mean, it's launched a lot of different, you know, subtitles, subgenres of music. Like, even the snap movement, the fucking crunk movement. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, Atlanta's launched off and it could be country rap, you know. But and it won't be Atlanta. It'll be the small towns around Atlanta that trickle in, you know. Um that's it's always been, but you never know. One of these cities is gonna launch a country rap will be where the Latin market is in ten years.
0: Do you see country rap music at the CMT one day?
2: Yes. At the CMT, like Country Music
0: Awards?
2: Yeah. Um, CMAs, I'm sorry. CMAs, uh,
0: I'm damn why I say T
2: Um yes I think there's been, there'll be no choice. Cuz country's getting more. Country's not what it used to be. Country's getting born. You know. And yeah, I 100% see it.
0: That's it for me Spike.
1: Well, I mean it was a, it was definitely a, a pleasure Bobby. It's been a minute. For sure. We've chatted. Uh but I, I I'm definitely proud of the success um, you've mounted a, a really nice roster I I don't see any holes I can see probably where you can throw a group in or, or two there but you know that's just something else you had talked about I'm sure it's coming I'm sure you got something up your sleeve uh, and when it comes out no one's going to see it coming and it's going to be like another oh shit moment and the internet will pause for a couple hours but hey I'm, I salute all of the moves you've been doing for sure
2: hey bro y'all too man you too I'm glad. I know you want a a, a footprint in the the genre and I think y'all keep doing what you're doing, it's gonna happen. It's just some things take time, but once they hit, if it's good, it'll catch on. And what y'all are doing is good. You know.
0: Appreciate that, sir. I definitely appreciate that coming from you.
2: No, for sure. For sure.
0: All right, sir. Thank you again and enjoy the rest of the night, my guy.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah. See you later. All right.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that was Bravo Gator. That was a long show, bro.
1: It was. It was probably had to cut Nelson in two, or maybe three.
0: Um, I drank all my beer. Learned. Good. Learned a lot. <laughs> my Lakers are getting their ass tore up. Who who who's making them? The Phoenix Suns. But Phoenix went to Oh, the that's
1: legit. That's legit, man.
0: So, hey man. Hey I man, I feel really good, man. I feel I feel I feel good. That was a good interview. David's was- business
1: model is so revolutionary and this I mean it's, it's it's hard to even put it into words. Like what he is doing will change the game. This would be his footprint for history. Like what he is doing with his label.
0: Hey man, it's some major labels out here like, hey don't we goddamn talking about no recouping.
1: I know, right? Some, like, what the fuck? What is wrong with you? Like I said, that, that you either end up missing one day, or or they don't they don't hire you to shut you up, so you can come and work for them. Like that that'll be the next route. Well, hopefully, they ain't gonna come up missing. But him to get a job at a label, um, I'm I, I, that could happen. Hopefully, he remains true to his integrity and his business acumen, and he's trying to implement what he's doing. Into them instead of the other way around. When he said, We don't recoup. I, I saw your face, but I already knew that, but I wasn't trying to like throw his business out there like that. But I already knew that. Hey man, that's some real. That's some OG shit.
0: Artists, right now, I don't know what the um, Mako Music P.O. Box is. Y'all need to see y'all got them demos in. <laughs> Because your dope boy cousin
1: is gonna recoup you <laughs> without a doubt. Your dope boy,
0: your That's dope boy cousin, won't all hear back, Blail. <laughs> Them CDs that weed you and your partner was smoking. I need that, yeah. Hey man, shout out to Robo Gator. for real. For real. I wish he knew that date 9 11. I wish he knew that, but hey man, shout out, bro. I and he, was, he was definitely sincere about
1: the date because he that all of that energy was there, like he ain't. He's not, there wasn't any negative and everything that he exuded in there was all genuine. Like that's, that's, that's Gator. That's Gator all day. The that's funny him. thing
0: is he said everything that he said in that video, uh-huh. he just didn't remember the date. Oh, for real? He said everything in the video that I'll be talking about all the time. He just didn't remember the date.
1: Yeah. Well, that that that's, that's Gator. That was well, sincere. That wasn't. And 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 I'm saying that from somebody who's been around him off camera. Like, what you just saw was 100% Gator all the time. Now, he does, when he gets upset, he'll start popping off and start cussing and fucking the holes and saying all these other shit that doesn't make any sense. That's, we all do that. We're all emotional. We all will, you know, flip a switch and be triggered. But when when we did the interview, uh, now, when we talked about the Ky Rogers incident. And I said, Kai, this is this isn't Gator. Gator, Gator's not that guy. He is somebody that actually gives a shit. That's Gator. He actually gives a shit. He's giving his artists legitimate contracts that you would never see in any industry ever, 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 ever. I'm
0: gonna, uh, I'm gonna inbox him now and see if he'll put my handbone
1: bone up. Ham bone? No, no. Hell no. <laughs> stop! Stop it.
0: <laughs> it looked like he's doing something else out camera, <laughs> not no handball. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, shit. Shouts out to him. You know, most people and I'm going to say this then we're going to be out. Most people will take their failures in the music industry and want younger artists to pay for them. Gator is taking his failures And turn them into positive. You know, in this industry, I got fucked, so I'm going to fuck somebody. You know what I'm saying? And Gator's not doing that. And that I can respect.
1: Uh, Yeah, that is a level of integrity that you don't see from somebody until they get our age. Uh, because they've experienced all the hardship, but now they're just trying to change the world or change the people that's around them to make their lives better. But he's, he's, uh, he's had enough growth in his own failures that he doesn't want it around him with the people that he's trying to build up, and he's adamant about it. Like he's dead ass serious, and so far that energy has translated into you know a good movement with his whole
0: label. And I'm gonna say this. When it comes to the country where I report, Gator gets it. You yeah. see? Gator gets it. And it's obvious church gets it. Yeah. Now, some of you artists who are mad because you didn't feel like we gave you the review you wanted. 100 episodes, we are. 100 episodes.
1: <laughs> yes. In a year. Less than a year. Less
0: than, Less than, a, than, year. Year. Less than, than a year. Because Episode one probably dropped February, January, or something like
1: that. Right.
0: A hundred episodes. And correct me if I'm wrong, y'all can get in the commentary. I can't think of one video we've ever reviewed where we just said, fuck you. You're terrible. Don't do it. So a lot of you people who, when you hear the reviews, and we're not nut riding or or whatever, you what. if we're not just saying, you're the best. Right. Maybe this might not be for you. Because the funny thing is, the same way we give our reviews and our opinions on your music, there are people giving their opinions on us that we have to deal with every day. Right. But if it's something that's in you, that you believe in through the good and the bad, you keep going. Everyone who watches the Country Rap Report is not going to like us. There's going to be somebody who's going to click thumb down <laughs> on this episode <laughs> with Gator on. True, true. They're going to be like, fuck that. He need to recoup. Thumbs down. <laughs> but you cannot. You cannot. And you taught me this. Don't look at the numbers. Right. Just do. Just do it. If it's in you to do music, and I just had this conversation with a young artist who was upset. If it's in you and you believe in yourself to do it, just do it. And just do it till you can't no more. Because even if you don't reach the numbers that you felt like you should reach, you have self-gratification and self-fulfillment. And there's no price on that. Right. Because if I die tomorrow, I'm going to go wherever I'm going talking about these 100 plus episodes because there are a lot of YouTubers and content creators who can't say they've done that. Whether it's a real number, fake number, one view, a million views, 100 episodes in, there's a lot of people that can't say that, which means feel how you want to feel, but you can't take away from our beliefs and the hard work that we've put in. You can't take anything away from Gator's turning his failures into success. You can't take you can't take, you can call black, you can say whatever you want, but he's changing lives. And we all should have a purpose. And our purpose should be just being a good person and trying to make other people better. I agree. That's it for me, man. That's
1: it for me, man. That was a lot for today.
0: Yep, Y'all, look. Best country rap website in the world, Craig. countryrapreport.com You know what else? You know what else? Because we talk about country rap tunes on Spotify. You can go check out the country rap report on Spotify. Yup.
1: That's all I'm going to do. And this, no, don't do that because this this episode... (laughs) This episode will be on Spotify, so he's shaking his head if, oh, yeah. for other people that are listening. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Again, just another small step for the genre of country rap. Internet radio, YouTube, video playlist, Spotify, Spotify playlist. Come on, man. Come on, man. If you don't like us, you don't like us, but you can't. If you don't like us, just move to the side. Move to the side. We'll decide. cuz we might not be for you right but we're for the jungle. absolutely hi right, bro i'm out
1: you out i'm probably going yeah i'm going to be out it's about to be midnight this is a late taping tonight folks
0: yeah i got it. got
1: but it was worth it it was worth it
0: i got a roofer i got a roofer um um my my rental property. I'm just getting I'm getting a new roof on it, so I got to meet my roofer early in the morning. So you know, hey man, I feel real. You know how when you feel good, it's kind of like you know how you go on that first date with a girl you like, and you want to say bye. That like, girl, I'm gonna tell you later. Bye, nigga. I
1: ain't been on no first date in twenty plus years. No, no, I don't know what the hell you' talking about. What are you talking about?
0: Give me, the first, another, give me another analogy. No, the first time you and her went out, you probably said, that I'm going to go 30 minutes late, I'm going to go and get up out of here. What <laughs> about a minute? That's how I was with my wife. I'm going to go. And eventually, I had to be somewhere and I ended up being goddamn two hours late because I was going to go by 17 goddamn time. Um,
1: I, I, <laughs> I and that's, That didn't happen with me. I hired my wife and I had the luxury of having to Make her a schedule so I knew when she was gonna be there. So we was always around each other.
0: You hired your wife?
1: I hired my wife at Old Navy, yes, sir.
0: And my wife hired me. Ain't that some crazy shit?
1: I, I, hey.
0: Hold on, let me <laughs> say this. Now I'm gonna say this. The irony, the irony. Don't don't bring it up <laughs> Don't bring it up. Let it go. <laughs> irony. We ought to be ashamed of our goddamn facts. <laughs> me and you. We should be ashamed of us oh. And I'm going to oh, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. You hired your...
1: I hired my wife, yes.
0: And my wife hired me.
1: And here we are. Well, it's been 18 years for us.
0: It ain't been five five. My anniversary... Matter of fact, by the time this episode airs, I'll be just celebrating my fifth anniversary. Um, right. If there's any country rappers in San Jose, you think some country rappers in San Jose?
1: I don't know. I don't hear nothing past uh the Mississippi unless they're a major artist. So you'll probably know when you get out there though.
0: Cause I yeah. Well, I'm being in San Jose celebrating my um fifth anniversary. And um, man, before we go again, I got I cannot ever, ever leave this seat without saying shots out to heather for making taking us to another level. So like you said, all we got to do now is be talking heads. Yeah. Shouts out to her and shouts out to Gator for talking about the importance of the team. And you can look at our elevation and understand the importance of a team. Check your ego. Sometimes your ego might be what's holding the goddamn team back. I've had to check my ego plenty of times, especially as I got older. I've learned like it ain't always about me. It ain't always about me. And you, you know, what sport do you re- what sport do you really win alone at? Not many. I can't think of many because even in singles tennis, you got a tennis coach.
1: True. Or some sort of trainer.
0: So we all need somebody to help us elevate. Just surround yourself with the right people, with the right energy, and uh, man, keep keep it going, man. Is this episode 101 or is this episode 100?
1: This will probably be 101 and 102. Uh, we'll two. We'll, we'll come back and knock down 100.
0: Okay. All right, man. Good people. CountryWareReport.com. Visit. Spend some time there. Close your eyes. Let it play in the background while you sleep meditate. Okay? Your boy, Vic Excel, man.
1: Yes, you do, Spank.
0: And uh, we'll see y'all next time. Peace.
1: Peace, y'all mm <laughs>